Welcome to the Educational Leadership Series, Lead Change in Education, where your co-hosts, Adam Drummond and Mark McAmoyle, talk with educational leaders across the country in ways that they're boosting student academic achievement and building collective teacher efficacy. Each episode is especially designed to examine the ways that you can be instructional change agents in your schools as you work to reform culture, instructional planning, learner engagement, and community advocacy in your schools or in your districts. Take the ideas from our guests and work to apply them in your schools so that you can be instructional change agents too. Good afternoon and welcome back to another exciting podcast where we talk with leaders who are changing education in their schools and districts across the country. Mark and I are joined today with Dr. Nelson Brown. He is the school administrator at Athens Renaissance School. Hi. Hello. Glad to be here. Great. Great to have you. Nelson, uh, great to meet you. Uh, I've had a chance to do some research on you and the great work you're doing, but for our listeners, can you give a little bit of background, your professional background and and what your day-to-day looks like? Absolutely. Um, At Athens Renaissance, we're a kindergarten through 12th grade blended slash virtual school, so we serve students primarily in North Alabama. Uh, but we also serve students virtually throughout the state of Alabama, some in South, uh, Mid-Alabama, but uh, we serve in Blended, which is our fastest growing pathway, uh, but also virtually as well. Okay, great. So obviously there's a lot to unpack there because it's a little (laughs) unique than some of the other schools that we typically talk with. Um, And so I think one of the questions that I would think our listeners would want to know is, how do you ensure student success in the work that you do? Well, what we do up front is um, we really orient the students because it is so different than many of our students who some come from homeschool backgrounds, some come from private school background, some from traditional public school background. So when we take a student in, we really orient them to how our school works, uh, what the parental side of it is, make sure they're on board, uh, understand the processes and how we'll work partly online, partly face-to-face with instruction with our teachers. Uh, Just really get a good understanding. We do tours, uh, we provide a lot of examples uh, to really get the student off and running on on a correct foot. So, Nelson, one of the things I'm interested in, probably our listeners are too, is is your why. I mean, you're in a very unique environment. You're providing a, um, an opportunity and experience for kids that's pretty novel. Um, what's your why? What, what motivated you to help lead in an environment like that? Well, I will tell you that our superintendent, Trey Holliday, had this idea for creating something different for students. And then we just uh, came together and, and uh, really progressed from there. But students, not every student learns in the same way, under the same conditions, so we felt that there was definitely a need. Um, There are some areas that are, uh, we had some students that were ill and could not make it into a physical building for for school. We have some students at at our school that are involved in acting, uh, modeling, and they're traveling and and doing a lot of things, and so there was a need there for many of our families and then the homeschool background, there are many stu- families that are homeschooling their children and want that expertise and accountability that a public school provides. 
Mm. It's a, Fantastic. Yeah, it's really interesting. I'm, I'm reading a book right now. It's called Blue Ocean Strategy, and it's looking at um, how do you reinvent in markets that yet exist. Mm. And I think that's exactly kind of what you talked about. Yeah. You know, there's a need there for students to have an alternative opportunity for for learning, and that can help meet the demands of what they're doing every day. So, how do your teachers, or how do you support your teachers in that type of instruction and environment? Because it's different than what a traditional classroom would be as well. It is, uh, and many of our teachers, in fact, all of them had taught in a traditional setting previously, so it is a lot of learning as we go along. We're a fairly newer school. Uh, this is only our third year as a full, full school, uh, cost center school. Uh, but one of the things we did early on is create an instructional target. Uh, so we looked at, okay, so where do we want to go? What is it that we um, see ourselves doing and that's where the project-based piece came in because we felt that there was a need for relevant real-world learning in addition to the blended side with the online component. Uh, but it was a couple of months, two or three or four month process uh, of our teachers really getting in on the same page and it really helped with our instructional culture at our school because we said, okay, so we're all gonna be involved. There will be no one, no teacher or staff member saying, well, just tell me what to do. We're all gonna, all of our thoughts and ideas are gonna be on the table. And we're gonna progress and develop together. So all of our resources, our professional learning, it's all gonna be tied into that instructional target. Um, and so we've partnered with different organizations to help us to meet that, uh, fulfill that need, but it, it is definitely a process and we're excited about it. That's great. I think that as we, as we look at where education's going, having that, that flexibility of bringing everybody together to help solve problems. You know, it's um, moving away from that industrial revolution model um, where it's a hierarchical system. You know, it's the, it's the principal and then they're telling, you know, the teachers what they need to do as opposed to what you're offering, which is really a shared leadership model. Absolutely. And ensuring that all of those folks can come in together to be successful. So, right. um, you know, I, I think that that's just an exciting way to look at how we do business in education. Yeah, and it's been good because we have a fairly small staff right now, um, not many, so every week we're coming together, those shared planning times, we make sure we protect uh, times for our teachers and us as administrators, and we all get together and talk about, okay, where do we see ourselves going, what do we need to do, what do we need to tweak, uh, but it's definitely all voices in on the table, and we, when we created the instructional target, we also included uh, stakeholders in our community, parents, students, uh, community members as well, so it is truly a school that has everybody on board. It sounds like the focus is really great, the focus for the building and everybody involved. Mm -hmm. um, so Nelson, I, I did some homework and it looked like you were in a brick and mortar middle school, maybe before yeah. this experience. Yeah. I'm curious, um, it sounds like you're a part of something really special now, but let's say 10 years down the road, you're back in a brick and mortar. So I'm thinking of our, our listeners thinking, mm -hmm. what will you have learned that would be important to put into a, uh, a traditional high school now? What would that work mm -hmm. look like? Because mm -hmm. you'll have learned some things and provided experience for kids that are pretty novel. Can that be translated into a conventional, traditional high school, do you think? Yeah. I th and I how think, would that happen? I think some por portions of it could. Um, you know, I think one of the big things is to uh, not take counsel of your fears and just to try and to reach out and, and try some different things. So that's the kind of culture we've been able to create, create 
is to where we will take um, some steps out and, and, and try some different things. But uh, there are some, like one of our teachers recently said that, um, you know, we do some virtual instruction. So we use Zoom and some other things to connect virtually with students. And she was out of the classroom with a sick child and she couldn't be at the physical location with the students, but she Zoomed in and conferenced in while she was home with her sick child. Um, although, you know, you have subs and everything, but she needed to provide some instruction. So that can happen in, in, in mm-hmm. any traditional school. You know, just a, thinking of different ways, there's definitely, you know, flipped classrooms and things that are happening in, you know, traditional schools that we do some of also. Uh, so there could be some transfer over um, in, in a lot of different ways. But I think the main thing is just really uh, coming together and saying, okay, so if this is a challenge, you know, scheduling is a challenge or whatever it is, what are some different ways that we can come together and put our heads together to solve it? So having that culture of um, let's figure it out. Yeah, that's great. I think that um, what I'm hearing is giving permission for reimagining what we've always done, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Um, So when we think about a bell-to-bell schedule, Monday to Friday, six periods, modified block, block, whatever those schedules are, you know, we kind of trap ourselves into this mindset of what school needs to look like. Mm -hmm. And we need to be able to give ourselves permission to explore the unknown and look to see, you know, is there a different way that we've not thought about that can really help meet the needs of our kids? And it sounds like that's exactly what you're doing. Yeah, just having that... um, think tank that that culture where it is okay and and if we fall short or something doesn't happen exactly like we thought it would it's still okay you know we learn from it we grow and um, nobody's getting slapped on the hand if it doesn't turn out like we thought so that's great yeah Absolutely. Well, if you want to learn more from Nelson and the work that he's doing at the Athens Renaissance School, you can follow Nelson on Twitter at Nell Brow, and um, you can also get his information below. Uh, Nelson, it was so great to have you as part of our host, our podcast today, and just am excited to continue to follow your journey. Uh, absolutely. Thanks so much for having me. Thanks, Thank Nelson. You. Thanks for joining another exciting episode of Lead, Change, and Education where we talk with educational leaders just like you and how they're boosting student achievement and building collective teacher efficacy. Tune in to our weekly podcast by joining and subscribing to the podcast platform that works best for you. You can also follow Adam at Adam D. Drummond or Mark at MWHS Principal on Twitter. You can also find us on LinkedIn and you can use the hashtag lead change ed to stay up to date on all of the exciting things that are happening in education related to our podcast as well as the work that we do each and every day until next time be the change you wish to lead in your schools